Liren Baker, and welcome to the Kitchen Confidant Podcast. Today, we're chatting with Chef Reina Montenegro. Born and raised in the Philippines, Chef Reina moved to the Bay Area in 1997, and after a 10-year corporate career, followed her passion in food and cooking in 2012 as a personal chef and caterer. She has created dishes for a wide variety of clients, including the mayors of San Francisco, Oakland, and Berkeley, and catered for the top local tech and financial companies in the area. In 2016, she opened the first of three restaurants and eventually pivoted to focus on Filipino vegan menus. I am so excited to welcome Chef Reina to the podcast. Welcome. Thanks for having me. It's great to see you again. I first met you last November. Um, we were doing something with Actera together, yeah. And it's I can't believe time has passed so quickly. <laughs> so quick, yeah. <laughs> so I always start off by asking, what was the first thing that you ever cooked, and about how old were you? Um, it was a white cake, uh, and I was nine. That was the first first ever uh, a thing I made on my own, oh, and wow. I have I have quite a story about that. It's it's a funny story that stays with me. And I still tell the story all the time. Um, it was like a weird thing. I just wanted to make a cake and I thought it was easy. I didn't preheat the, the oven. Obviously it was just all from, you know, from the cookbook. I just thought I'd put everything together and put it in. And it just turned out to be this really disgusting thing where it was just like a, it didn't, it didn't really rise up, you know, or anything like that. So I put it in the oven and it came out and it was terrible. And I was so proud of myself. So I presented it to my parents and my mom was immediately upset. And she was like, you are wasting food and you Aww. know, you shouldn't do this, blah, blah, blah. And, and then of course my dad, the, the supportive dad that he is, he said, he told my mom, don't discourage her. And he just kept eating that thing as if it was super good and it wasn't good at all. <laughs> So, I mean, I think that um, a lot, and I th- I'm thankful for that. My mom and I are best friends now, but, you know, I, I thank her too for the challenge, you know, because like I, it made me even want to cook more, you know, and do more cooking. So I'm glad that didn't discourage you because I think a lot but, of yeah. people might have been turned off by that. Like, oh no, cooking is not good for me. Um, despite your supportive and sweet dad, that's so yeah. Oh, nice. My Aww. dad is still very supportive. He's he's he thinks, oh, she gets it from me. You know, he always <laughs> does that. <laughs> that's so sweet. Well, do you get it from him? Were they were they avid yes. cooks? Yes, my father, my grandma, really, it was the cook. You know, she was cooking since I can remember, and I used to uh, spend a lot of my holidays with her, my summers and my Christmases, and she was always in the kitchen. She had two kitchens. She had a dirty kitchen, the yes. backyard, and then she had her kitchen in, inside the house. But she was always cooking, you know? And then my dad, same thing. Like, that's what made him happy, food and cooking. I mean, he he's the kind of guy, I think I got it from him, where, you know, he doesn't measure, uh-huh. which is really hard because she's, he's just like, hmm, I think I put a little of this. I forgot. I think I added this, you know? He's just that kind of a person. It's just funny. Just taste by feel. Wait, always. taste by feel. <laughs> yes, always, yeah. It's so funny that you mentioned the dirty kitchen because um, I was trying to explain that to my husband a few months ago. We were looking at a house somewhere. There's a new development in in the area and they have second kitchens, smaller, right? And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like the dirty kitchen. And 
yeah, I was trying to explain to him the idea of the dirty kitchen, which you yeah. know is not very popular here in the States, although maybe it's changing now that, you know, people are getting what they call the butler's kitchen, but people yeah. are calling it the dirty kitchen. And I think it makes sense because then you can do all the heavy duty lifting there and yes. the rest of the house still smells nice and fresh and clean. Exactly. <laughs> and you know how Filipinos are, we love, um, you know, frying. So the frying, it makes, you know, it sticks to your curtains, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know. So yeah, my my Lola loved uh, cooking in her. She had she had a big dirty kitchen in the back. It was really nice. Oh, that's so nice. So could you tell everyone a little bit about yourself and what eventually led you to cooking? Because this is your second career. Yeah. So as I said, I, I've always loved it. And when I came here, I I wasn't really thinking that cooking would be part of my life. You know, I just wanted I love doing it for people. And, um, you know, I, I took jobs because, you know, you have to, when you come here in this country, you kind of have to have three jobs, you know, and I did all that, you know, I was able to climb up the corporate ladder. And, and so on the side, I was just, I kept cooking for my family. And then I was part of this church at one point and I started catering for that church and they really liked the food, you know? And so yeah, it just kind of progressed from there. And then um, I landed a job uh, that really required me to go to the office. And so I had a stay home job. And that, that led me to opening a cafe in San Francisco, also like featuring my baked goods at that time. And I would do, you know, um, once a week, I would do a stew with rice, you know, it was just one of those things. And and all of a sudden, like, oh, my gosh, a lot of people are asking me to cater for them. And so I was like, hmm, okay, I guess I'll do it. And then, and then I landed another job that did like prepackaged meals. And so I did this all on the side without, without an actual restaurant. Oh my so, gosh. Yeah, I know it was terrible. But um, yeah, because I didn't really want to, I didn't know if this was going to take off for me and it did, you know. So that's when I started, uh, you know, renting kitchens and, you know, eventually buying Nick's and yeah, story goes so you opened Nix. That was yeah. 2016. Yes, 2016. And then so I used that for my catering business too. And then around that time, I was already turned vegan. Mm-hmm. So it was really hard for me. Um, it was funny because I went, when I did my last catering jobs that were meat, jo- you know, meat dishes, I, I'm glad I was I could do those dishes in my sleep because I wouldn't taste the food. You know, I would just make it and then pray that you know they'll like it so yeah i eventually um you know stopped doing the catering jobs and just focus on the restaurant and then even that it was hard for me because i was at a restaurant i couldn't eat anything my restaurant i couldn't eat anything it was really weird and i had to go out and buy pork blood and it was just something that was really like against well what i was you know changing my life to be and so the restaurant was going down and it was like not making much money because I wasn't really into it. It wasn't my, you know, my heart wasn't in it. And so that's when um, we decided a year later to either close the restaurant or change it to vegan. Right. Mm-hmm. I was and wondering then- about that because, you know, here you are, you're, you're pivoting your own personal eating and lifestyle and everything. And then you're having to cook these very meat centric dishes um, that must have been so hard. So then yes. you pivoted. Yeah. And how was that? 
So what was the scariest thing? It's funny because every single thing that I've done in my life that's been the scariest personally and business-wise has been the best thing that's ever happened to me, you know? Mm. So I, I guess I could encourage people that, like, it's those things that, that really scare you, you know, that makes you. Um, like, so I was already veganizing things at our, my house at that point because, like, I was already vegan. So I was, like, already having – I already had, like, a list of things that I, I would eat. And, um, you know, so it was, like, do or die. Okay, we're going to change it to vegan and then hope for the best. If not, like, what do we have to lose? We had nothing to lose, right? Nothing to lose. So, so just one day you decided, I'm going to just switch up the you know, menu? Yeah, well, it was like not one day, but it was like a conversation that we've had in, within the family at that at that time. You know, we were just, it was like a conversation like, oh, just close it, just close it. No, mm. change it. <laughs> you know, it was like one of those things. Yeah. And finally, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to change it. You know, let's just change it. I mean, nothing to lose again. So we closed for a week, cleaned out, did some minor renovations, and then opened up and then all of a sudden like and I was I was new to the vegan world so I didn't know there was like 65,000 vegans in the Bay Area I didn't know that they didn't know that there was this whole community and someone got a word of it and it just went viral everywhere wow you know yeah and so then all of a sudden that weekend we were sold out and then after that we were just sold out almost every I mean we ran out of food I can only remember every single night every single we can't we couldn't keep up for the you know with the demand and so that was my victory I guess and I always tell this story I I had I had sat down I remember one night after a really long day and so sold out everything so I sat down side of the the restaurant I just cried because I was like couldn't believe that you know that something could happen like this for me where I had given up already. I was like, this is, I'm going back. I'm going to get a corporate job. I just like, you know, but yeah, I couldn't believe it. I mean, it really, it really is true that um, if you align yourself with what you believe in and, and what you really love to do and not just settle for something that everyone is doing, um, it will, you know, it will happen for you. Yeah. You know, I always tell my kids, if, if it's your passion and you follow it, you will find a way to make money and it'll happen. Yeah. There's always money to be made and it's easy to do that. You can just get a job that you hate and just, just live, you know, Mm -hmm. but there's a difference between, uh, there's a difference when you actually do a job that you love and you're passionate about You're right. It's just, it's like, I feel like I'm so blessed that I can get, wake up every morning and say, oh, my God, like, this is like a dream come true. You know? Yeah. And I'm guessing that that love pours into the food that you make and yeah. people can taste it. So I'm yeah, curious. They- so 65,000 Bay Area vegans, roughly, mm-hmm. when you pivoted where the customers mainly Filipino or was it a mix you know, of people who are vegan or exploring, you know, plant-based food? Yeah, that's a good question because when I thought that all the vegans would come to my restaurant and you know what's funny, Um, we realized that 65% of people that come to the restaurant, it's not even vegan. Mm. They just go because they love the food. And yes, a lot of the vegans have come and, and supported us and stuff in the beginning, but really, I mean, it's everyone, 
is coming you know it's 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 uh and it, it's not just filipino it's all it's all all of them it's not just filipino but but yeah there are a lot of filipinos too that are very thankful and they bring their parents there and they don't tell them it's vegan <laughs> surprise <laughs> surprise <laughs> what do they think when they try the food oh they love it you know i mean i think older folks like even my parents they they love eating vegetables like they mm -hmm. always have vegetables and rice you know yeah. with, with their meals and so they, they feel like oh i feel just i feel healthier if i eat vegetables you know yeah it's funny because i think filipino food tends to have the i guess for the public a lot of people think of it as very meat-centric so you've got the pork you've got the chicken mm -hmm. but we do eat a lot of vegetables i feel like that doesn't get shared enough and yes but what dishes were challenging to you um, as you were creating your menu? Yeah, so for me, one of the challenge, the most challenging thing was the lumpia Shanghai, um, oh. only because um, I grew up eating that, and that was my thing. Like I, everywhere we go, I would have we would have lumpia Shanghai, and I just didn't want to put out a mushroom tofu stuffed, you know, lumpia Shanghai. I mean, that's not good enough for me. You know? So for people who don't know, Lumpiang Shanghai usually has some ground pork and yes. some ground shrimp mm -hmm. and vegetables. Yeah, um, like very little. Yeah, very <laughs> little. More meat, yeah. Right. So what was your solution? So the, I found this product called um, textured vegetable protein, which is kind of a ground. It's just a ground nothing. It's like, um, it's almost like, uh, what is it called? Uh, it looks like ground pork, but dried, you know, okay. it's not seasoned. It's, mm -hmm. it's just very, very bland. And so we did so many things to that and added so many things to make it, you know, that the yeah. texture and the taste is there. Mm -hmm. And so that took like two to three months, I think, to perfect, you know. And so we did that for a long time. Everybody loved that. And then Omniport came with their... Um, Omni pork, uh, ground pork, and that's what we're using now at the restaurant. It's amazing. It's so good. <laughs> I was going to ask you about, you know, the meatless meat products. Like, do you, which ones are your favorite? Because I know, you know, so I, I try to play around with them, but it's hard to find like a really good texture. Yeah. Like, for example, yes. for tocino, um, like, what do you use? So we make, uh, our Philly cheesesteak. So we made our own, we make our own seitan, which is nice. Um, mm. Then we, we, uh, my favorite, God, what is my favorite? Jeez. I mean, well, I, right now my favorite is the vegan spam. Okay. Who makes that? <laughs> it's Omni pork. Yeah. Oh. This is the Omni pork, the same people. So they specialize in pork and we're all about pork, right? right, so right. This, yeah. So that's my favorite right now. I really love it so much. Yeah, I saw it on your on your Instagram, and I I was like, that looks like real spam. Where is it this coming is. from? <laughs> yeah, and it's not as salty as uh, you know, because when I used to eat spam, I would always get the uh, the low sodium one because I yeah. can't stand the yeah, it's too salty. So yeah. this one is like low sodium spam. It's really good. Wow. Yeah, I love those people. They're so good. That's great. Is that available? Like. Not yet. Not it yet. will be okay. though. This, uh, I believe it's uh, end of summer. They're going to launch in the U.S. Nice. Oh yeah. My gosh. So, what are some of the most popular items on your menu right now? Uh, the sisig, definitely the lumpia Shanghai. Um, I mean everything really. It's caldereta. You know, we're doing oh. vegan masubis. Yeah, vegan spa masubis. Um, yeah, I mean every. It's it's 
it's it differs. You know, we also have chicken sandwiches. We also have Philly cheesesteak. We have ribs that we make from scratch. Um, that's really good too. Oh wow! Yeah. So since you've been doing this, it's been a while now. What have you seen change with, let's say, vegan and plant based food in the Bay Area? Oh, it's been, I mean, just in the last six years, um, it is easier now to be vegan than, than it was. I mean, the food, I mean, the, the burgers are better. The cheeses are better. The milks. I mean, we have so many options for milk. Like, you know, yeah. I mean, oat milk is like, we're running out of oat milk because people are buying yeah. it so much, you know? So I'm so proud to be part of this community. And I, and I know some people personally that invest in these kind in these products and it's like, wow. You know, like I really respect that, that, that where this, this, country is coming to or this world's coming to but yeah the bay area is definitely more i think more open now and more um and you know open and willing to try being at least vegan for a day or two you know mm -hmm. i do feel yeah. that you know a lot of people kind of experiment with the meatless mondays and yes. maybe a couple more days a week are there more Filipino restaurants um, or chefs that are embracing the vegan and plant-based food? Yeah, I he I'm hearing a lot of, um, you know, pop-ups. I mean, not necessarily restaurants at the moment. I don't, mm -hmm. I, I, I know there's one in New York that opened up recently and uh, I'm pretty sure there's one in Las Vegas. I think there's a truck oh. in Las Vegas. Yeah, so not very many restaurants. But uh, there is there there are pop ups which I love. I'm excited because I want to also see what they what they come up with. You know. Yeah. So, what are your tips for people who might want to embrace eating more plants in in their day to day? I would say uh, it's easier than you think, and you know, I would say that the first thing you do is to replace your uh, basic essential foods that you have in your fridge. Right. So, butter always butter there's so many vegan butters out there my yeah. personal favorite is flora i don't know if you can i don't think you can get that at the stores but you're, there's like earth balance i mean i i can't believe it's not butter it's it now has a vegan option you know for yeah. <laughs> i mean everyone's coming up with a vegan option yeah. there's like creamer change your creamer change your milk change your cheese i mean just like the regular day-to-day -day items the egg just egg is amazing i don't know if you've tried it yet but that's I like haven't. one of my favorite products ever. Like one of the like really good just egg. It's so good. Change that. Change your egg. You know, um, man, that's it. You just change your everyday that stuff that you eat every day that's in your fridge. You know. Yeah, I know that when I had to experiment a little bit with plant-based cooking because my husband was a vegan for a little bit, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I felt like the desserts were in a way easier. Um, yes, yes. Transform. Mm -hmm. um, I think the meat was a little harder because I felt that, that that required a little bit of a shift. But yeah, yeah. just because of the, all the plant-based uh, milks and butters and products yeah. like that, it was just so much easier to, to make those. Uh, yeah. And there's so many. I mean, the meat substitutes are amazing. I mean, they're just like, I, I, especially these days, like the burgers. I mean, really good. Mm -hmm. You know? The the brats are good. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. So for those of us who are in the Bay Area, are there any other plant-based restaurants that you personally love or recommend? 
so many. Oh my gosh. Well, I, I, I'm, I don't want to single anyone out. Yeah. So. <laughs> I do say that I have a favorite though. So my favorite is Shizen. It's a vegan sushi restaurant. It's in San Francisco. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, but I, yeah. So I love the body and soul. They have a, a, a sushi called body and soul. And it's literally what I go there to eat. I go there and I eat that. <laughs> but, that, that, but there's so many of them all of yeah. them are good yeah okay but it's always good to know vegan sushi yes okay. and you have three kids so yes you, i do do they eat plant-based as well or how does yeah, that work so the boys uh when they're at their dad's house um they eat whatever they want okay but at my house they're not allowed to have meat they can order food but they cannot cook meat in my house like that's mm -hmm. the rules right so my oldest son always goes to my restaurant and orders lumpia that or like seasick or something like that's how he'll eat, eat he'll eat it there mm -hmm. and then my other son eats loves the ube pancakes that's his favorite and he also eats the fried rice that Yum. my my cooks make him <laughs> and then my daughter who's seven she's like she calls herself I'm ninety nine percent vegan I said why because sometimes like if she's with her friends and there's cake you know or cookies then she'll have some okay. but. Yeah, but when she's, you know, she does has never eaten meat in her life. Like she's never ever, and and she doesn't even like regular milk. She loves flax milk. That's what she drinks. Mm -hmm. So yeah, she's she says she's ninety nine percent vegan. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Well, that's a good way to that's they they have the balance. They have the options, and that's nice. That yeah, have, and you, you know, know that's that's how I am too as a vegan. Like I I don't like shoving stuff down people's throats. I don't. I mean, I don't. It's not. It's like religion. You know, growing up it happened to me where like I have to you know believe in certain things and you know I'm just not that I'm kind of a rebel that way so if I was trying to convince someone like me I wouldn't do it like that I would be just you know it is a personal choice and it is a personal decision and it has to be your decision because if it's someone else's and if you're doing it for someone else you're gonna fail I mean you're, you're not you're gonna go right back so you know all I do is give really good food hopefully if you like the food and then present it to you and if you like it great if you don't like it it's okay you know but again it's your it's your personal awakening and choice that's so, what i tell my kids yeah no and that's that's a good approach and i feel like people's tastes change over time so it's some flexibility has to happen yes. yeah so, um you opened nick's and then there was there were other Nick's. <laughs> yeah, um, there's a bunch of Nick's after that. So Nick's Kitchen was in Daly City. It was my favorite restaurant, my first restaurant. I mm -hmm. dove my entire um, 401k savings to oh. buy that restaurant. Crazy move. I know. I've done some crazy things in my life. Um, and then so after that, uh, we, 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 made, we did so well. It, was, it did so well that we were able to open Nick's on Grand, which is a bigger one uh, in South City, which was like, think almost 2,000, 3,000 square feet. And it was more of like a sit down, more uh, up, a little bit higher, uh, higher scale, you know, upper scale than the other one. Um, wasn't my favorite location. Wasn't my favorite restaurant. I struggled because I didn't really want to open that restaurant in the first place. Mm -hmm. But we were already out outgrowing the, the one in Geneva. It was like no parking and everything. So that did very well. And then um, we decided, I decided to open uh, Nick's on Mission, which was uh, in South of Market and just pre-pandemic. 
right before pandemic hit, right? Yeah. With a grab and go. And so, yeah, that happened. All, so there's three Nicks. We finally closed Geneva before the pandemic. So we just had those two restaurants. And then the pandemic hit. And so we uh, we were forced to uh, lay everybody off and work, you know, ourselves. And it was like, wow, I couldn't believe. But, you know, and it's funny because people really don't know what happens behind the scenes. And honestly, the restaurant business is really rough. I mean, if you talk to anyone who's worked at restaurants, you will, they will tell you. Mm-hmm. One of my friends, a very close friends who also had owned restaurants before, he would say, you know, owning a restaurant, I would never wish even on my enemy because oh, it is like, it's the worst. I mean, it's like, it takes so much time. The profits are so low that, you know, you just can't survive in that income, you know? Mm-hmm. So we were struggling. I mean, we had bills to pay. We had, you know, it was, it was just, it, it didn't matter how packed we were every day. Um, you know, that we, we would always still, I mean, we were still behind. You would still, you know, have to do um, hustles on the sides to pay, you know, bills and stuff. So, Restaurant business stuff. And so when, when the pandemic hit, it was like our bills and our, we just halted, right? Like, yeah. like all of a sudden I'm like, oh my God, I can, I, I don't have to work 80 hours a week anymore. I don't have to kill myself working. So again, another disaster that, that was the best thing that ever happened to me, you know? So we, we, um, I think we, yeah. So we just worked it ourselves and then we didn't make any money. Mm. Barely. I mean, from making like, I think we made two grand a day, um, and then we just then all of a sudden made like two hundred, three hundred a day. If that was like, Oof. you know, it was terrible, right? Yeah. So um, we landed this um, senior feeding program, and also the feed the feed the front line, feed the front, yeah, through Desi, you know. Yes, feed the uh, front liners. I saw that. The front, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah cultivate labs yeah that was awesome like that really helped us with um, some bills too you mm-hmm. know catering and stuff like that so that carried through you know the whole the whole year which was nice um so yeah that's what happened and then some personal things happened in my life that um made me also decide that it was time you know to step away from the next brand and stop hiding you know behind it because I would always be asked, who's Nick? Who's Nick? <laughs> yeah. They would always ask either like a, a, a cashier of mine that's a guy, you know, are you Nick? Like everyone that was in my <laughs> life, are you Nick? Who's Nick? Like nobody knew who Dick was. And I'm like, you know what? I think it's time to, to you know, emerge from that. And I was, I, you know, and I'm an introvert. I don't know if you know this, but I really do not like big crowds and I don't really I only have like a few friends I have in my in my circle and I, I I really don't talk to anyone so for me being in the spotlight is like oh my gosh this is like not you know this is not my this is scary to me yeah right? no I totally I am kind I'm an introvert too <laughs> <laughs> I'm an extroverted yeah. introvert but I am an introvert at heart so I totally understand the struggle of putting yourself out there. It is. And then it's, ex- I mean, I read about being an introvert too. It, it really does take a lot of energy from you mm-hmm. when you're in front of people, you know, and, and that's, that's my struggle. And I have to get over that sometimes because I do have to talk to people, but 
Um, like like one on one conversations are great, but when it's a big crowd, it's a little overwhelming. But so yeah, we and in uh, I believe it's September uh, or October first, we decided to launch Chef Reina, and I just wanted decided to close all the NICs. I'm done with Nick's. Like it's this is the year that Nick's is going to be buried, mm-hmm. and so 2020 was going to get buried with the pandemic. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. so yeah, so 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 October 1st, I'm like squeak clean slate. You know, I rented um, a commercial kitchen in Daly City, and I worked out of there um, as a ghost kitchen as Chef Reina, and I did it as um, just a gr- to go place and delivery. Uh, very limited hours. And then while I did that, I found a place in Brisbane. And so we did uh, construction there. And then we opened Chef Reina on April 8th of yes, this year. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> Thank and you. people have been raving about it. It sounds like it's doing well. So I'm so happy to hear that. Thank you so much. And, you know, people are so supportive. Again, where I cried again the first day because I was like, I, I couldn't believe people actually followed me from the Knicks. Uh, you know, I was like, oh, I thought they just would forget about me. But I, so Chef Reina is is a collaborative of all the Knicks combined, but but it's in a in it's an elevated mode, you know, because we're always improving. So we're, we're it's it's the best of. All, all the Knicks that was ever created. And the best thing about it is it's it's the real me and no pretenses anymore, you know, which is mm-hmm. a, it's, I think it's the most proud thing that I I can think of, I guess, because yeah. it's, it's, it's not, I'm not hiding. I'm not pretending. I'm not, I'm, I don't have partners that dictate things that I, what I should and shouldn't do. And you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's purely me and if you like it yes if you don't yeah no nix was great practice and you got yes and then now it's now it's all you and you're the star and your food shines (laughs) so that's great yeah the food is definitely the star (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah so it's it's i'm also also happy because brisbane has um really embraced us you know in the community there. Um, also, um, speaking of restaurants, I wanted to do it differently this time. I didn't want to have sit down because um, I'd have to deal with servers. I'd have to deal, I mean, the cost would be more if you have an actual sit down restaurant. I don't know if any, not a lot of people know this, but it costs more money to have a, a sit down restaurant. Mm. So I decided to do takeaway only and delivery. And also we're doing, we're, we're gonna start shipping nationwide our frozen food. Yeah, right. So that's like what's yeah. in the works in the future. And then there's another announcement coming mid-July that I'm launching this thing that you'll find out pretty soon. Um, but yeah, so there's there so I'm I'm pivoting my business so that I don't rely on just takeout and delivery. It's we're doing catering, we're doing frozen meats or frozen meats and vegan meats from um Chef Reina to be shipped nationwide. And so our source of income will be there as well. And so yeah, we're definitely doing things different this time. Yeah, well, I think if there's anything that we've learned from the pandemic is that we can shift to a more online-based way of business. Yeah. And I noticed on your site that you had something called care packages. Is that part yes. of what you're talking that's about? Part of what my, yeah, that's it. Yeah, okay. so we, we'll get, we're doing like a rebrand uh, right now of them, right? We're doing a rebrand. And uh, so we're, we're going to start shipping pretty much in the summer. 
like end of summer, I think. Yeah. Right. So these are basically meals that people can get at their house and then yes. reheat. You reheat and then all, except for the tesino and the bulgogi, those are the two things that they would have to cook at, you know, just stovetop. Yeah. And everything will be, you know, directions will be there. But yeah, those are the things that we can't really pre-cook in-house. They have to cook it at the house, at their house to have the, the best results. And, but the rest, like the sisig and all that stuff, they can just put it in the microwave. If they're oh, that's great. Rush. Yeah. Once that's up and running, I'm going to send my dad some because he's, he's at the age where he can't cook anymore. <laughs> but those are the kinds of foods that like I end up like ordering from local restaurants in New York and sending to him. Oh, so, New York. I yeah. love New York. Yeah. Oh, I would be, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So where can people eat your food? Like if they wanted to to try it so they have there's chef reina in brisbane where and then- yeah that's it that's it that's the okay. chef reina in brisbane that's my my one and only my what my last <laughs> I yeah. and uh yeah it's 33 visitation avenue in brisbane and you can order at chef and then you can also call in 650-989-8606 or you can also um with well, yeah so you can order online and then um pre-order too like if you wanted to order in, in a day or two in advance you can like set the time and whenever mm-hmm. you want to order it. yeah nice okay so yeah. i have just a couple of closing questions for you sure what's something that you make when you're too tired to cook oh my god <laughs> sandwich. <laughs> no no I, I love ramen ramen is oh, my yeah. favorite thing in the world like uh, noodles like people will say what you're a chef and you like ramen i'm like yeah that's my go-to with avocado Ooh, do you just so drop cut, the avocado in you need right in uh-huh so like there's a ramen then you cut up your avocado into cubes and then put it in there oh so funny i was talking so to good. an avocado farmer yesterday and, yeah and he was telling me that he doesn't like hot avocado <laughs> what it's yeah. so good well i know i kind of understand what he's saying but i i think i can see it as you know as a drop-in for the ramen yeah just to drop it and then it's not hot when you bite into it it's the outside that's hot so when you bite into the avocado with the noodles i haven't had that in so long i should have that that sounds good okay what's the one recipe that you treasure the most (sighs) probably the tocino um but then leche flan is also on my top top list yeah mm, I, I love a good leche flan so do you make that with the just egg Mm-mm. no <laughs> I can't say <laughs> it's a well, secret <laughs> one of my friends asked me about that the other day and I was like so what do you how do you I'm like sorry I can't <laughs> I can't not yet, not yet. <laughs> okay fair enough okay are you a messy cook or a neat cook I used to be a messy cook but now no I, but the, the, the guys, the, the cooks at the restaurant, they get mad at me when I'm there, when I'm testing, because I'm all <laughs> over the place, but, or, or not even that. It's like, where's the, where's the, I'm always asking where this stuff is, you know, but uh, no, I'm, I'm definitely, I like, I like clean cooking. I am definitely a clean cooker. Yeah. Great. So what's a good kitchen tip? Wow. Good kitchen tip is to have fun. Um, there is, I hate recipes and do you, you know, you don't, there's no rules. I feel like there's really no you, you, rules and you should eat, you should, um, cook by taste and not always follow a recipe. Don't follow the the norm, you know, just be you and do what's, what tastes good for you. I like that. Yeah. Okay. So 
It's Friday. Normally on Fridays, I try to share five little things that made me happy during the week. Is there something that made you happy recently? Oh, wow. Yeah, there is a lot. Um, my children always, because, you know, they, they're like, I know everybody knows you, but you're still mommy to us. So, <laughs> so that, that made me really happy. Um, I'm happy that I'm about to do my recital, my dance recital tonight. I'm so scared. Wait a minute. What kind of dance? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm doing the rumba. So I, I'm cool. taking dance classes. So I, I've done a couple of dances already, but I'm, my graduation is on tonight at eight o'clock. So I'm, I'm very nervous, but I'm very happy about it. I'm very proud of myself. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So uh, another, so there's the two things. I think those are the big, good top two that made me really happy this week. Oh, yeah. that's great. You're going to have to share your Roomba on Instagram stories. For We're going to, yeah, I, they, they film me. Yes, for sure. Okay, good. <laughs> Do you have a partner or is it just you? Yeah, so my instructor, yeah, I have an instructor. Uh, we've been practicing for like a month now for this. Um, so <laughs> I'm scared, but oh, I'm no, excited. You're going to be awesome. Okay, great. I can't wait to watch. <laughs> so, and lastly, where can people find you? So, yes, you can find me on Instagram, chef.reina. Um, also, we have specials all the time on there. So you're not going to find that on the website. But if you're on Instagram, you'll definitely see announcements. We do giveaways. And, yeah, you can also order straight from our bio. Well, thank you so much. I know you have a lot going on today. And yes. th thank you for taking the time to to share with me. Of course. Thanks for having me. I'm so glad you were able to join us on this episode of Kitchen Confidant. Thank you again to Chef Reina Montenegro for chatting with us about her journey to share Filipino vegan cuisine in the Bay Area and beyond. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to rate it and share it with a friend and join us again next time. Until then, happy cooking. Happy cooking.